Thank you for listening to another episode of JP Presents. I'm thinking Mr. Midnight Movie exercised and then went into a diabetic coma. He's not here with us tonight, so maybe tomorrow you can join us for an episode of Inflammatory Talk. But instead, for tonight, it'll be just me for a few more minutes. Just playing some videos, talking a little bit. Playing some more videos. So here we are. Here we are. I'm Jewish producer today. Well, let me check my clock. Yeah, it is uh, about 10 p.m. And it is October 4th, 2018. I haven't even had a chance to go through today's news. I may have a chance to do that in a minute, though. Maybe while we're playing another song, I'll take a browse and see if I can find any stories that I might want to read. And if you are open to talking, you can always give me a call at 310-668-1969. I'm also on Discord. You can find me there. Uh, So... Uh, yeah, Mr. Midnight Movie, he uh, just just couldn't make it tonight, and that's okay. I called him once, but I didn't want to push my luck with him. I didn't want to. I didn't want to disrupt. You know, maybe he's resting. He he calls me when he he's ready to do shows, and that's cool with me. So I feel like it's important to practice at least. I don't. I don't know if these come out any good. I, I'm trying different, you know, ways to record and trying to get the best sound and not make errors. But I always do. It's all right. Okay. So uh, let's uh, let's play a couple videos and then I'll be right back. The ungodly, the unholy, the filthy, the wicked, the vile, the un, uh, unsaved folks. Uh, listen, he's in hell. 
There was no... Hugh Hefner's in hell? No recollection, no record of a deathbed, repentance. Folks, stop your nonsense. The guy was a sicko. He was an advocate for sexual freedom and liberation and published Playboy magazine and all that stuff, folks. Uh, so stop your nonsense. Christians want to argue and think, oh, what if maybe he did? Listen. There is no record of a deathbed repentance. The guy was lost. He lived wickedly, lived like the devil. You know what You know what they would have called him years ago? A dirty old man. But now he's a businessman. No, he's a dirty old man, and he's in hell right now, folks. Now, God has no pleasure in the death of the wicked, neither do I. But wake up and smell the fire and brimstone, folks. You don't live like the devil and go to heaven. These people who say you have a problem with doing this and doing that or, or uh, you know, making videos like this, uh, they think we have joy in somebody who goes to hell. I have no joy. I wouldn't want to see my worst enemy go to hell. I wouldn't want to see my worst critic go to hell. But I'm telling you, these people that get all upset over making videos like this, maybe you just need enough of the Holy Spirit of God to have some discernment and enough guts to open your mouth about people going to hell that live wickedly, folks. There's no evidence or record at all of him ever being anything but a sick pervert. So there you have it, folks. Hugh Hefter the perv, the dirty old man dies and enters hell. He believes in God now. He is repented now. He's remorseful now, but it's too late. Yeah.
Very nice. Very nice. Thanks, boys. There we go. So, yeah, you are here on uh, JP Presents. I hope you caught last night's show. For crying out loud, I can't even remember the title. But, in fact, it was on a different account. I have two JP Presents accounts. I know. Sorry for being confusing. Shoot me. Uh, so we have a JP Presents Inflammatory Talk, which this is not. This is JP Presents. JP Presents, this show is on uh, iHeart and a couple other places. So I like to come on here and, and talk a little bit. The other, um, the JP Presents Inflammatory Talk is simply part of the Inflammatory part Talk Network. I know, I know. Why do I even try? Why? So anyways, last night's Jewish producer presents inflammatory talk show uh, was was okay. I wasn't exactly proud of the content as far as uh, what I said. I was practicing. I went through some of the new stories and it, yeah, I managed. By the end, you know, I got some people into the call. We talked. Um, nothing unusual. Had some really good finance talk from Willie, who is a, a really outstanding guy to, to chat with, uh, both for finance and for figuring out how to nail uh, chubby chicks on the couch. Uh, very insightful man from Alaska. And um, he he really... He never comes... You know, you don't get half Willie ever. You get the full Monty. So anyways, we had some chat. We had Dennis and a couple others, I guess. Uh, maybe I think Liz popped in. I, I can't remember. But the show, as it slowed, I, I mentioned to somebody who was in, the, I think Rachel was in the chat room, Snarky. What's up, Snarky? Um. I mentioned to somebody, you know, don't don't even worry. As soon as the show ends, we're going to start getting texts. We're going to start getting chats from uh, a couple other shows. Sure enough, that happened. And I think at the point this happened, I may have had about 50 chat messages for the whole show. Uh, and I think <laughs> if you go in there and look... I mean, there must be 500 messages now. <laughs> the conversation took off in chat, but it didn't reflect on the podcast, unfortunately. I, I wish some of that had been caught while I was on the show cause, because uh, these were, the, the messages were so twisted and um, they tried to be ugly, but they really... It was more of a laughable situation. And once again, Debbie shot herself in the foot. She is the master of shooting herself in the foot. Her feet must have nine lives. Let's put it that way. And so she went off and one angry Jew went off. He kept babbling the same 
something, uh, something about how the beginning or the start of the show is dead on arrival or I, I don't even know. I, I blah, whatever. It wasn't complimentary. It wasn't complimentary. It was just uh, insane uh, talk. And then eventually, you know, you get enough of that chatting going on. You know what you're going to get. You're going to get one angry Jew to post a uh, some kind of comment about your psychic well-being. So, uh, of course, there was some of that. Anyways, uh, and then there were some other people got into it later. And Stabby joined in eventually. It was a true hoedown. I got tired, man. That tired me out. So, there was that. It was... When you combine the chat room with the show part of it, the the recording part of it, I think it comes out to a pretty entertaining thing. I'm Maybe not necessarily mine, per se, but... The whole concept of getting online and uh, just going and and talking, sharing stories from your day, sharing your opinions on some things that are, you know, may not have to do directly with your day. Um, At least, you know, some of the topics I like to cover don't have anything to necessarily do with work or my life. Unless you really dig into it and you start to see, in fact, maybe it does have an impact on life. Not just mine, but all. So that's what we're doing here. We're we're just practicing and, and trying to get better at it. I'm going to play another song. And while I do that, I'm going to come back and read you some of the news from the north. East, South, and West. Thank you again for joining JP Presents. I'll be right back.
I'd ask Tom why he said he'd be out a lot of money if Frank and Alan and Lady weren't rescued. And he said it was a deal he had with the Jensen's and it was none of my business. I couldn't help feeling that somehow and in some way I was going to end up with the short end of the deal. And oh, how I wished I had a great brain like my brother's so I could figure it out. Take your second pick, Tom. wants to be reasonable and use common sense and you take these supposed reportings at face value, wouldn't a reasonable person say when was helium discovered? Well, I'm a reasonable person. It was discovered in 1868. For that matter, wouldn't you begin to think about uh, when was it the first time anyone realized that high air rises? Um, things like these. And, you know, this 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 would, could break off into a whole other discussion about when we actually put the first balloons up and stuff. But even if someone someone listening wants to have an interesting ride, go look up the first reported uh, mainstream history account of hot air balloons. But again, we're looking at hearsay, aren't we? Um, there's nothing solid that could be called evidence here. Right, once again. And that's basically what you encounter with a lot of this stuff. Uh, and one of the most famous cases of this uh, was actually in Aurora, Texas in 1897. If you've watched any of the UFO shows, they, they make a big deal about this. Jim Mars, I think, did a big thing on it. This is the one where uh, supposedly this, this spacecraft, or whatever it was, it was a cigar-shaped aircraft, crashed into uh, a windmill and knocked the windmill over on a farm in Aurora, Texas, and supposedly they recovered the body of the pilot of this thing, and it was a little three-and-a-half-foot-tall humanoid. Yes, of course, we all remember that great story. Maybe not all, but if you're into the UFO research, if you... Gosh. I... Let me take you back a few minutes, all right? When I was a kid... I loved nothing more. I was I was one of the kids that had the telescope. I was one of the kids that loved looking at the sky, loved the whole, you know, eventually UFOs and all the strange uh, oddities in the sky and, and exploring and wanting to know 
what the hell is out there, all right? I'm one of those guys. I've written endlessly about UFOs. I had, I was on uh, a UFO correspondent on Examiner, where I wrote probably close to 200 articles there. And then I was involved in a startup website, and it was crazy. I was, you know, from all of the many tasks we all, all the um, founders of this site picked a newsworthy item and just threw links down onto this page and created this, you know, just content, right? It was an aggregator sort of website and it was a failure but in that time it took two years before we found out you know what this is a waste of time we're we're done here uh so but i had posted every single nook and cranny i searched every crevice of the internet for ufo stories and i had uh linked a lot, obviously not everything, but I linked a lot. I can't even tell you how many. I had pages and pages of links. Most of the articles I read, um, definitely it was in the thousands. And I was obsessed at the time. You know, I was even making a little bit of money while we figured out if this website would work. And so I put it all into it. I was thinking this is the only chance I'm ever going to have trying to make a buck looking at UFO articles. Don't have to twist my arm. So I did it. And anyways, you know, time marches on. And for years I was, you know, and this, by the way, the, the UFO thing started when I was way young and I would hang out with my dad in his old Ford pickup and with AM only, and we would listen to Art Bell, and it was so cool. It was like one of my, one of my best early childhood memories. Uh, driving around, listening to Art Bell with my dad, <laughs> and so very early on, I was into astronomy. I had a telescope. I was the only kid I knew with a telescope and a sun filter so we could check out the sun. It was really neat. It wasn't a good uh, quality telescope, of course, but it, it got the job done for our art-wandering minds. And so, yeah, I'm kind of skipping back and forth a little bit. I uh, looked for it and had a great... Uh, I loved my astronomy classes when I was in college. <laughs> Who the hell loves astronomy classes, right? But I, I liked it. We even uh, did some fun um, outings, as I recall. We went to, I think, Leo Carrillo Beach. Oh, boy. I've got a call. And I'm going to pick it up. Hello, caller. You're on with Jewish Producer. Yeah, I got an email, returned email. Oh, yeah. And, uh... And in lieu in, in lieu of payment, yeah, uh, I'll act in good faith. Good, because I because I think my offer was more than reasonable. Did you see the return email? No, I'm I hadn't caught it. I, I looked, but I didn't see one yet. Hey, so, yeah, I, I, I did return email. You may as well check it out. Yes, yes. Can I move you there? 
No, no, it's it's just me tonight. Oh. Yeah, I'm just kind of oh. messing around. All right. Well, uh, definitely not the night yeah, to call, but but we want. I mean, this is. I'm excited, and maybe if I can give me a second here. Let me just open this email so I can get read it really quick here. Uh, be, okay. No, I, 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 well, okay. Private email. I would say it on the air. No, no, but it's real. It's real. It's real simple. It, it, it's very reasonable. I got no problem and with I that. Gonna, I got no problem. Yeah, right. and I, I was gonna and I was gonna go ahead and give you like a free taste if you were here right now because I'm like in that mood. Nice. Well, he's not even here, so. All right. Um, you've, got, you've got this number. Yes. And I'd be able to check your email in time. When you're ready to go, let me know. Will do. Thanks, Beasley, for getting back, for sure. We'll do a free taste. Just think how you're going to piss Debbie off. <laughs> we'll work on that. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it's, it's like... For some reason, they came back around and I'm a hot commodity around these big parts. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. Fuck? You're it's, absolutely it's saving. <laughs> You're saving her sanity, okay. man. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, no comment. I'll talk on that later. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll make sure Mr. Midnight Movie's on next time and we'll do it. Not a problem. I thought he was on now. I was going to raise his ass. <laughs> What, Dodgers, how, how they doing? Dodgers, uh, uh, thumbs up or down? Dodgers, Dodgers won. Yeah. Six nothing. We're doing good. Doing great. That's my other line. I'm going to talk to you. Okay, man. All right. Later. All right. That was the the Beasley there, Brown, checking in. We are uh, going to do some shows with Mister Midnight Movie. Of course, you know nothing would be greater than to have the Beasley hang out and, uh, and, and really kind of get into it. Yes, you heard Beasley. And um, he's, he's the man. Beasley's cool. He is, he is a cool cat. I don't think we ever uh, got on too well at the beginning, but that was a totally different setup. I t I'm telling you now. Things have changed, Beasley, so uh, for the better, and it's going to be good. So uh, we'll hear from him next time I uh, can get Mr. Midnight Movie to uh, prevent him from falling asleep at 9 p.m., for fuck's sake. All right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm looking at the chat board. No, I didn't even know there were chats. Thanks for chatting. Scat is life. Thanks, Dabby. Uh, JP is cool. You said it, not me. Where's my one-eyed friend? Um, Darren, be sure to see the at Darren just tagged you at some time. I'm going to task a rabbit you eat soy what all right i'm sure him and debbie bashing you was so long ago yeah so long ago ridicule is the only weapon which can be used against unintelligible propositions thomas jefferson said it once a long time ago a very long time ago 
I dare say, gentlemen, by signing this document, ridicule is the only weapon which can be used against unintelligible propositions. Let us all join hands. All right. So uh, it was like three days ago, yeah? Yeah, three days ago. We got, uh, yeah, we got Debbie. What's up? We got, uh, so weird. Like, I know I'm like, hey, what's up? In the next sentence is going to be some sort of weird atomic blast. <clears throat> yeah, she's probably already let, ran away. Can't, can't handle the firepower in here. It's too hot. Too hot to handle. Oh, man. Where the hell was I? Oh. I've gotten pulled so far off of topic. I can't even remember where the hell I was. Oh, we're talking about last night's chats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, it was basically me teaching Debbie a lesson. And her, if typing could be shrill, she was shrill typing. Uh, yeah. Oh, this, this, this show had nothing to do with you until you popped in here. So what's up? Uh, so now that you're here, you want to be talked about, right? I mean, you're here. If I talk about, oh, UFOs, right. I was talking about the UFOs, the UFOs. Thank you, Darren. Yeah, I know once the, the topic, and by the way, uh, there, yeah. Never mind, I was going to make a dumb joke. Um, so, yeah, we were talking about UFOs. I just know that the minute I start talking about anything else, it's going to be Z's. Here, I'll type it exactly what you'll see. Z, 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 Real life calls. So as soon as, as Debbie's not being spoken of, you might see a comment, something to that effect. So keep that in mind. Ufos is the correct way to say it as the person who coined it called called them yeah and uh who is that when was uh ufos when was ufos coined let's see let me test your knowledge out stabby because the uf I, yeah here's the problem man i was getting to a point i was giving you some background on on why i've always been into the ufo thing um I feel like there's, I feel, okay, psychic phenomenon is real. All right, I'm going to throw that out there. You've been taught the opposite, I think. People make fun of it. They deny it. But fact, the fact of the matter is psychic ability is, is very real. Um, one thing that's not real is that 
I don't feel there's anybody I know copies Debbie's words and phrases. I, I'm not sure <clears throat> who you're talking about. So it's, uh, it's uh, I, and I'm definitely not a whore, so I'm not sure who she's talking about now. Maybe she's talking about Stabby. Yeah, see? Hi, Stabby. You won't mind. So she's calling Stabby a whore. Great. Um, yeah, so with the UFO thing, uh, yeah, the UFO, UFO, I think as a phrase or word was coined around 1940, in the 1940s. Uh, there was a couple big, it was actually, I think, two or three years the word was coined, ironically enough, before Roswell happened. Um, Debbie, you are a known liar, Madam X. Are you denying that you ever either A, were you this Madam X you described, or B, are you saying that you never said these words and that it, that Madam X was just a made up thing somebody made up? Anyways. Because you said some things, man. You're calling everybody else a liar, but I'm seeing lies. I'm not. I'm not seeing you tell the truth. Anyways, why do we want to go into that, right? Yeah, I. We all. We all have the proof. We've. I have so many clips. It's crazy. I have at least. Well, I have at least three clips. Uh. So, hey, if she can deny it, but guess what? You're you're a, Debbie, you're a liar. Nobody's stalking you. Relax. Jeez. All right. So back to UFOs. I'm getting distracted. Fuck this. I'm going to play a song. I'm going to play. I need a break. I need a quick break. I promise it'll be quick. All right. So let me just kind of think about this, who I want to play. You know what? I, I really like... Uh, if you were a listener of Art Bell, you remember the <clears throat> uh, the bumper music he played, right? It's a Giorgio Moroder song. I'm going to play a different Giorgio Moroder song. The king of disco and the king of possibly techno even. Listen to this shit, man.
Giorgio Moroder. Probably saying it wrong. I think that's right, though. Giorgio Moroder. One of the ultimate in disco production. All-around music genius. So, yeah. UFOs, let me just start with this point. Uh, they, they were created by a guy. A couple years later, Roswell comes around. And then you have, um, I don't think the Betty and Barney Hill is a little later, but there was a couple other 